Weekday Podcast of Sugar Hill Church, where we desire to help you know God and discover your purpose. Whether you're exercising, driving, meditating, or just hanging out while you tune in with us today, thanks. We hope these next five minutes help you feel encouraged and inspired for your day. Well, hey friends, welcome to another edition of the Weekday Podcast. As always, we're so glad you're here. We'd be honored if you'd consider sharing this with a friend. Just send them the link, weekdaypodcast.com, and we'd be super grateful. Well, as I'm recording this, I recently taught on a Sunday morning about the idea of being a life-giving friend or being a life-giving person. And the idea is that as believers, we should have experienced the life of Christ in such a way that we can give that life away to other people. Now, that's easier said than done because all of us have backstories. All of us have families of origin. All of us have brains in our head that create scenarios that may or may not be true. And so today, and in two days, I want to give you parts one and two of some characteristics of what a life-giving relationship looks like. So if you go to our website, sugarhill.church, and go to uh, watch past services, you can look for the title, Life-Giving Relationships, to get the context. But today, I want to give you a few of the principles that come right out of Genesis chapter 3, where God himself models life-giving relationships. And if you don't know the backstory, Adam and Eve were placed in this beautiful place. It was amazing. It really was. And yet somewhere along the way, the enemy placed seeds of doubt in their mind and began to cause them the question, does God really know what's best for my life? And there's no way we could teach all of that in this short podcast, but what God does in response to their sin is super powerful. So I want to give you a couple of the principles today, and then again, I want you to come back and catch part two. But here are some principles of how do you close the space between us and other people. Number one, initiate don't invade. Initiate, don't invade. It says in Genesis 3, verses 8 and 9, it says, they heard the sound of the Lord God among the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves, right? They hid themselves from the one person they should be running to, but it says they hid themselves from from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden, and the Lord called to the man. So this is God initiating. God knows they've sinned, God knows they've blown it, but instead of avoiding them, he initiates. And what's interesting is he initiates, he doesn't invade. Sometimes, if we're not careful, we'll we'll jump into a moment and we'll become very invasive to somebody else's life. We'll force ourselves into the conversation. And the truth is, just because the conversation needs to be had does not mean that it needs to be had right this instant. In other words, there are certain moments that the other person we're trying to heal a relationship with are open, and there are times that they're closed. And to try to force it, to try to invade it when they're not ready could just lead to further disconnection, more space between us. So number one, they initiate, they don't invade. Number two, somebody that's life-giving leads with questions instead of accusing. They lead with questions instead of accusing. Here's what it goes on to say in Genesis 3, 9 through 11. It says, Then the Lord God called to the man, and he said to him, Where are you? Now, obviously, God didn't not know the answer to that. He knew where they were, but he, he leads with questions. He says, Where are you? And Adam responds and says, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And again, God responds with the question, Who told you that you were naked? This is such an important principle when it comes to trying to close the gap between us and other people is because oftentimes when we feel like we've been wronged, we start with accusation. 
we level accusations against the other person. And the truth is, when you come in with um, a bunch of accusations, it's actually going to cause there to be more space between you because oftentimes the person becomes defensive, they feel belittled, they feel disrespected, they feel unloved. But when we lead with questions, questions cause people often to drop their guard. Questions cause people to feel safe. And the truth is, we don't always know the whole story, but with accusation, we think we do. When the truth is, by staying curious, by asking probing questions to truly know what's going on, that can be super powerful. And so these are just two of five principles of how do you close the space between you and another person? How do you be a life-giving friend? Initiate, don't invade. Question, don't accuse. And come back next time, and I'll give you the last three of this list. Have a great day. We'll see you back here soon. Thanks so much for joining us today for the weekday podcast. Our prayer is that the encouragement you just heard would help you live more like Jesus today. We would love to see you at Sugar Hill Church for one of our gatherings each Sunday at 930 and 11, and we're always streaming live at live.sugarhill.church. Thanks again for joining us today. As always, if today's message encouraged you, share it with friends and family by tapping the share button. Have an awesome day.